What is up, everybody? How are you doing? How are you living? Austin Cunningham and Justin Trees here to preview week 15 of the NFL season. We're in the Saturday game part of the NFL year, and this is exciting. We got a big game Thursday night, two on Saturday, and then a rundown of games on Sunday. I believe we are done with the bye weeks now. No team is now left to have a bye, so those are completely done with. COVID is just running rampant through the NFL right now, and I just saw before we hopped on that the NFL is willing to tweak a protocol to allow players that are vaccinated or asymptomatic to possibly still practice and play. So whether they get that done this week or something that's done, you know, completely through and through for next week's games, maybe that's something, you know, that happens, but definitely something to keep an eye on for you guys listening. But Justin Treaser, how are you doing? Not too bad. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be crazy. Betting in the NFL is not something that I really want to do this this week. Um, yeah. It's just going to be way too hard. 75 players right now um, on the COVID list. Insane. Like that's literally like over an entire roster. <laughs> like by yeah. the time it, it's only Wednesday, like by the time it's Sunday, wouldn't be surprised if it's like two full rosters worth of people on COVID. And it's just crazy that it's taking place at this point in the season. Like we've made it this far into the year and then it's just a slur of just, I mean, like in multiple sports as well, like the NBA is being hit with it. We're seeing hockey dealing with it as well. Um, I went to a blues game. Huh? It's getting cold, dude. I think everybody's getting sick. And I get that. And it's just kind of one of those deals that kind of stinks too. Cause you know, maybe there's a possibility where, You know, some people kind of whether they believe in it or not or however they want to deal with it, you know, it is what it is. But it just stinks that it's happening at this point in the year. Hopefully everyone's going to be okay and come back and be just fine after testing positive with COVID. And maybe they can get the negative test done quickly because the first game that we're going to get into, Chiefs at Chargers. Chiefs are favored by three on the road in L.A. for tomorrow night or tonight's matchup for you guys listening. It's going to be tough because right now the Chiefs have Chris Jones in protocol. They have Willie Gay Jr. in protocol, and it's like you're sitting here looking at this going, this is not going to be a good situation. And LeJarrius Sneed is dealing with a personal issues with the loss of his brother. So the possibility that he's not mentally ready to, you know, strap up and play a football game, which is very understandable and a tough loss like that. And so you're looking at the Chiefs here going to play against this high-powered offense of the Los Angeles Chargers without three of, like, you know, your most athletic defensive players that's going to be very difficult to handle and take care of in this game. So if they if they do get to play, I'm going to take the Chiefs' favor. I'm going to take the Chiefs' favor by three anyways. But it's one of those deals where they do make a huge impact on what the Chargers will be getting done offensively and what the Chiefs' defense will look like in that matchup Thursday night with those guys not possibly playing. Yeah. I mean, Chargers also dealing with it as well, though, right? Slater, their stud left tackle yep. is also, also most likely going to miss unless he – test negative today and tomorrow. So, um, and you got, you got Eckler coming off of the ankle injury. Did sound like he was going to play last week if they needed him to, but they were blowing him out. Still interesting to see as an Eckler owner in fantasy that has a buy this week, I would prefer Eckler just to sit out, but also I understand how important this game is for both teams, right? The, yeah, the I mean, this AFC this West right takes, here. Yeah. I was going to say the winner takes the lead in the AFC West and, for the Chargers, man, it just makes it so it's a clean sweep of the Chiefs as well. Um, but if we are keeping track, ladies and gentlemen, um, I do need to state this. Uh-huh. The Chiefs the Chiefs would be 15-0 and 0 if it was up to 
Austin Cunningham over here, who has taken the Chiefs every single week. Um, so you gotta love it. I mean, why would I not? I mean, because this is a podcast to talk about <laughs> what's realistic and what's not. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's always like the thing of like, okay, this is gonna be the week where they turn around and they're fine. Like, I didn't expect a blowout against. Have I taken them every single time? You've taken them every single week. It's just part of it. It's just part of it. <laughs> it's just part of My it. My apologies. I guess I didn't realize I've been taking them against the spread every time. <clears throat> you have, um, even when they've been double digits too. Um, but that's fine. It's not a big deal. I just, I just had to, I just had to take my shot there. I, I had one opportunity and I, I took it. So you made the most of it. Yeah, made the most of it there. So, um, <clears throat> this one's tough though because I, the Chiefs are playing like a top five team in the NFL right now. They, they really are. I'm not gonna say they're playing like the top team in the NFL because I think there are a couple of teams that are still playing better than them. But, um, more, I shouldn't even say better. I should be saying they're doing exactly what the Chiefs are doing, but they're playing better competition um <clears throat> which is not the chiefs fault it's like it is the schedule um but i'm saying they're back i think they look good but the chargers are just such a good team and at home on thursdays i'd love to go back i have i don't have it in front of me but i'd love to go back and look at and see what how many home underdogs on thursday nights have actually lost because i bet that number is very very small um Hmm. So I'm actually going to take the chargers here. Um, deep down. I actually still think the chiefs win this game, but I just don't see them winning by three. So um, that's how close of a game I think it's going to be. So I'm going to take the chargers here. Um, chargers to cover, I guess I should say Chiefs still to win. Uh, moving on. We have two Saturday games as, as Austin mentioned earlier in the episode, which is fantastic. Love Thursday games. Thursday is going to be epic because it's the start of bowl season. So there's like actually Friday technically is the start of bowl season. Um, but Saturday there's like five or six bowl games and it's mm -hmm. just going to be awesome with, you know, sprinkle of two NFL games. It's going to be great. Um, this game, who knows if it, if it even happens to be honest, like yeah. the Browns have lost so many players that you just wonder. So, and actually, I, and I don't know this and it hasn't been brought up. So it's probably nothing, but like, wasn't there like full on discussion at the start of the year of if you're not vaccinated and there's a breakout, like you, you have to forfeit the game. Like, wasn't that a thing? Like, wasn't that discussed? And like, then that player is like fined even more because of it. I could have sworn that was like a thing that was brought up one at one point. I feel like I remember something along the lines of that, but I don't remember exactly. Yeah, I don't either. But it's something that like nobody I've never seen anybody talk about it on Twitter. So I think I feel like it's not a thing because like it would have been brought up on Twitter by this point. If yeah, if it was I feel like it might have been like if you don't have a certain percentage of players or like an entire position group or something. I think it was like a pretty extreme like kind of yeah. situation where like that was said, but, you know, it had to be a pretty extreme level right. for it to reach that point but with right. this matchup though the Raiders and the Browns if it does happen and the guys that we know who are listed out as of right now for testing positive with COVID or possibly not playing who do you have so this number has changed dramatically it started out at three and a half for the Browns and has shifted all the way to one and a half for Vegas in the last 24 hours Damn. um so five point spread um Problem is Raiders are playing like absolute shit. Like 
and they can't do anything with like this team changed when Waller obviously got hurt and when Henry Ruggs decided to be a fucking moron. Yeah. Um, like that's when this whole thing changed. Um, I'm still going to take the Browns at home, even with them missing people. Um, I'm still going to take them because the Raiders are playing that bad. No, I'm right there with you. I mean, the Raiders don't know how to take care of the ball right now, and nothing on offense is working for them. I know they just got smoked by Kansas City, granted, in Arrowhead, but, like, I mean, even Derek Carr didn't look good. The running game wasn't very efficient. We saw Denver the week before rush for over 200 yards against them alone. And so it's a situation where you sit and you look at the Raiders, and it's the Raiders are going to Raiders. It's what they do best. They start off strong. They look good. Shit hits the fan, and then they just flunk out the rest of the season. So I'm taking Cleveland with you in this matchup. Next, though, the next Saturday game is going to be New England at Indianapolis, where the Patriots are playing the Colts, and the Colts are favored by two and a half at home. I'm going to take the Colts in this matchup. I think this is the first game the Patriots have played in a while where it's going to be an even matchup of competition. and excuse me, there's not going to be a giant weather factor like we saw in that Buffalo game where it completely dismantles Buffalo type of offense. I'm not sitting here trying to just like disrespect the Patriots, but this is kind of the the next opportunity that I want to see them prove it. And they have, I mean, they've played the teams out in front of them in their schedule and they take care of business and they're winning football games. But like that Buffalo game is where I expected for them to kind of have that tough matchup and see how they handled it. And they won a football game by throwing the ball three times. Now you're playing in a dome setting. I think the defense of the Colts is pretty good, and I think the offense of the Colts can be efficient at times. So I think this is going to be a good, fun, back-and-forth type of matchup. But with it favored by two-and-a-half for the Colts, I'm going to take that. Yeah, I'm exact exact opposite. I'm taking – I'm smashing the Patriots here. I think the Patriots win this game. Like, not even just cover. Like, I think they flat-out win and win by minimum three points. Um, so Jonathan Taylor doesn't fear you at all. Oh, he absolutely can. But what fears me most is Bill Belichick just shutting him down. <laughs> like that, that should be the fear of, for you. Like Bill Belichick is the master of taking away every team's number one option. Like whatever that is for that offense. And that is what they're going to do. They're going to say it has to be Carson Wentz, the dude that decides to throw it left-handed sometimes, throw it behind his back sometimes. Just uh, sometimes think that it, throwing it up in the air means it's punting the ball. Like that's <laughs> that's what he does. Um, and they have J.C. Jackson on this team for the defense for the Patriots that is going, who is low-key one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL that nobody talks about. Um, and he is going to probably go one-on-one with Michael Pittman all day. And I think that he slows him down just enough. And I don't think anybody else on this offense can do anything. So, um, and I just think that the running game of the Patriots eventually just wears down the Colts. I, I think this is a pretty low scoring game, but I think that just in the second half Patriots just find a way to pull away. So I'm taking the Patriots in this one. All right. That's fair. This is, I mean, I think that's the most we've disagreed on a matchup in a minute. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I'd like, I'm like going all in on this game. Like on my parlays that I'm doing this weekend, I'm taking money line. I'm taking money line Colts all day. Or I mean, money line Patriots all day. Ooh, all right. Yeah. He's a little hesitant inside. He's not sure what to do. Uh, next up, though, your favorite team, favored surprisingly by three and a half at home against the Texans. I, I don't know, to be honest with you. I, I don't know how I feel about this matchup. I guess I'm going to take Jacksonville just because the Texans are bad and their defense isn't very good. But Jacksonville, I don't know. 
I, I want to hear your thoughts on Jacksonville. Like, I don't even care about the spread on this game if we even dig into that at all. Like, I'll just take Jacksonville on the spread. But I want to know your thoughts on the Urban Meyer situation, the report that came out over the weekend from Tom Pelissaro. I tweeted about it. I saw you tweeting about it, and you're just – you're visibly upset, and I totally get it. But, like, your thoughts on him, the team, LaVisca Chenault's drops issues or something that just continues to, to pop up on Twitter on, like, why is he not catching the ball? Trevor Lawrence's future there and the next coach, if shot con fires Urban Meyer, like you should have done yesterday. Yeah. Um, so this one's, I'll start off with the spread three and a half. It's tough. Cause there's, I mean, I have to take Houston cause I think there's only going to be three points scored in this game. So it's impossible <laughs> to have three and a half. So um, that's what I think. So, um, but I am actually going to take Houston. <laughs> so just for the record, what um, a fucking response. <laughs> Um, Ugh, but that's good. yeah, I mean, yeah, clearly. So like everybody knows you're like, I was, I was like, cool. They hired urban Meyer when they all got started. I was not mad about the hire. Like I was just like, I think I said this multiple times, like do something outside of the box. Don't just hire just like some guy that's been in the NFL for like 30 years, just because he's been in the NFL for 30 years. Like I was good with it. Didn't work out. You just move on. Right. Like that's the way I see it. Like you tried something clearly didn't work the way that the urban Meyer thing was, it was either going to be a boom or it was going to be a dumpster fire. I didn't think it was going to be this big of a dumpster fire for the record. <laughs> when I say dumpster fire, I thought like there wasn't this much drama, but yeah, maybe the record's still the same. It's just, you thought drama. it'd be like a dumpster fire, like just in a normal city, like in the middle, maybe in the middle of nowhere, not even a city like this, this is a dumpster fire at a nuclear plant. Totally for sure. So anyways, um, yeah, just move on. Like, I'm all in on the Kellen, like a Kellen Moore hire. Like it's really, really? what I want. Yeah. Like I, it's really what over I, Brian Dable. I, I'm all for Brian Dable as well, but like the more I think about it, like honestly, like the bills offense hasn't really been what it was last year either. Like, so it kind of makes me a little worried of like, was that just like a one year thing, you know? And like, mm. cause it's not as near as what it was like, what Kellen Moore has done with the Cowboys offense is three years of top five offenses. And this is a year without Dak Prescott as your quarterback. This is a year with using who knows whoever they used last year. Like they used Andy all sorts Dalton. of guys, Andy Dalton and other people. Ben DiNucci, right? yeah. Thank you. Ben DiNucci. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah. Like, and they were still a top five offense. Um, so I think that's why I like it. Um, and he's also, and given, I think Dable is like this as well, but like, I mean, Dable's a little bit older, older but Kellen Moore, younger guy, he was in locker rooms literally like three years ago, like as a player, like five, five yeah. years ago at this point. But like, you know, like he has that, like he has that vibe to him that I'm like, that I'm looking for. Um, like I want that, like somebody that like is going to want free agents to come in. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing. Something so, to be excited about. Yeah. Yeah. I guess in a way. So anyways, I'm all for Dable as well. Um, I know Byron Leftwich is huge, you know, on Twitter right now, just because he's a former Jags quarterback and I, I like it, you know, like he did pretty good with whoever their quarterbacks were before. Uh, obviously James Winston for a long time as well, but like, I can't compare it to you have Tom Brady right now. So like, I don't want to be like, well, he has a top two offense the last two years. Like you have Tom Brady, <laughs> like that yeah. doesn't, I mean, it kind of like, defeats it a little bit like where it's like yeah tom brady kind of makes that as well 
would not be upset with Bry- Bry- Byron Leftwich at all, for the record, either. Like, he is somebody, uh, Josh McDaniels, somebody I'm su- I'd, I'd even be down with. Like, there's like four or five guys, and I'm like, yes, offensive minded guys that can scheme things open for a quarterback. Um, so there's that. Um, yeah, LaVisca Chenault's been the biggest dud of the year. He cannot catch anything. Um, I don't know. Just the whole, I want to, it's half on the offense, but like catching the ball is on him. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. You suck as well at this point. Um, Marvin Jones has been bad. Everybody on that offense has been bad. Um, Everybody's like all hitting up and, you know, attacking Trevor Lawrence. I'm not like, what are the, what a, what does he have around him? He literally has nothing. The offensive line has just gotten worse as the season's gone on. Um, Yeah. No wide receivers. Nobody can separate. Um, you know, running backs not on the field half the time at this point. So it's just like, what is he supposed to do? Like last week, he threw four picks. Like two of them or three of them were just like toss it up and like we're down by we're down by twenty one. We better just you know take a shot and just see what happens. You know, like mm-hmm. so. Like I, I have no, I literally have no problem with Trevor Lawrence. And like people are all like, look at his stats. It's horrible. Like he has nothing around him. Like he doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's why you need to like, you really need to re- redo everything. Like I want that Williams kid for Alabama, that wide receiver, like so bad. Like I want, so dream scenario heading into the draft. Um, <clears throat> Jags most likely going to have pick two or three. Honestly, probably depends on this weekend's game of where yeah. they're going to end up. Um, I want them to trade down a couple picks like dream scenario here with, we all know draft orders crazy right now, right? Like new, the jets have multiple first rounder or top tens giants and Eagles are all like in that, like top 12 and they all have like two picks, right? Like find a way to trade for one of those and a second rounder or something like that, or, and then move back three or four spots, whatever it is for somebody that wants one of the stud DNs, right? The Michigan. So they get, so the Jaguars will then have two ones and two twos. No, I'm like, Obviously, that's a dream scenario, dude. I'm I'm legit saying like we trade down from like, say we have pick three, right? You pay you trade down from pick three to five, like so now you don't have pick three, you have pick five, and you gain a oh, second, okay. rounder, and you just gain a second rounder, like that's gotcha. It. Like, so you get two um, twos, gotcha. So now we have yeah, so now we have two twos. Um, take the Alabama Evans um, left tackle. No, oh, left okay, t- left my tackle. bad, my bad. And then you have two second round picks to either use those to trade up for the Williams wide receiver, or just hope that he, you know, he falls into the second or early second round and take him. That's my dream scenario. Um, I've actually been like, you know, this more than anybody. I think like I've been so anti like left tackle, like for the last like seven years, even though it seems like everybody says like they're for sure taking a left tackle and they never do. And I try to tell everybody that they're not going to Um, now I'm ready for the move. Like, Yep. I, I I still like Cam Robinson for the record. Like I like people say that he's been bad. He hasn't been horrible. Like he still hasn't. But I still think that like moving him to like a guard would be awesome. Like move him to a guard yeah. and then and then just take him take a left tackle would be huge. Um, yep. Jawan Taylor's played like shit this year. I would not be mad about a move on from him. And they drafted uh, Walker Little from Stanford, move him to right tackle and let him be the right tackle. You have, then you have Evans as the left tackle. Now you got two left tackle or you got two tackles. You're solidified there. That's kind of like what I'm thinking. Yeah. And then you can just patch a center guard. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. So anyways, long story, everybody's like, yeah, enough about the Jaguars, but again, our podcast, so we're going to talk about it. Um, So that's it. I mean, it's, 
it's done with. I will say like, I don't want him around just because like, I want to set the tone of like, yeah, the owner doesn't put up with this type of shit for Urban Meyer, but also I'm like, stick around so you could just continue to be a shit show and keep losing games. Like, let's make sure that we don't like get some sort of like energized Jags team that wins, you know, three out of the final four. And now we're picking 12 instead of three. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Cause yeah. Then they're like, okay, let's rally together as a team. The cancer's out. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so would it be like season end? bam, urban's fired. Is that like something you'd be happy with? Yeah. Black Monday. It better happen. If it doesn't happen, like, if he comes back, I can promise you I will not watch Jaguars next year. Like, I will not. Yikes. Tweet that. Tweet that at Shad Khan. <laughs> oh, I, I think I already have, to be honest. I, I, well, I mean, so this weekend, because I, I think I tweeted this out, like, they're given – I have some bets on this game of the under, which, by the way, the over-under on this is 39 points. <laughs> like, this the lowest. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, um, but, like, it's been 15 years since I've, I've missed a Jags game. Like 15 years in a row, I've watched every single Jags game. Like talking honeymoon, family vacations, whatever. Like I've found bars and I watched them play. Um, I consider not watching them this week, but I took a bet on this game. So I have to watch it now just because I'm a degenerate gambler. But next week, oh. probably won't watch it. Like, and they play the Jets too, which is the game I was excited for at the start of the season. Like Lawrence versus, you know, Wilson. Like I thought it would be, probably won't watch it. Just plain and simple. <laughs> Fuck, I'm gonna watch that game because I just want to see how they go back and forth. You know, like how many interceptions can they pick, like if pick, they're in a pick, competition? Fumble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're walking off the sideline like I'm number one, number NFL one in the NFL record, baby. Yeah, NFL record. <laughs> yeah. Nin- Nineteen turnovers in one game. <laughs> Last year uh, it was Burrow and Herbert going back and forth. You could throw the most touchdowns. This year, he throws the most interceptions. Yep, exactly. That's the difference. That's the growth in the NFL. Next up, though, the Carolina Panthers traveling to Buffalo to face the Bills where they are favored by 10 and a half. The Bills are favored by 10 and a half, and I'm taking it. The Panthers, it looks like they're set to designate uh, Sam Darnold at the IR. That's cool. You guys still stink right now. And the whole hype train for the the Carolina Panthers on their win in this division, they're going to be good this year. Boy, was I wrong. Way off. Not even close. I didn't want to throw you underneath there with me, Treese, but we were both there. I'm taking Buffalo to win this game by like maybe 15 points. Like it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. I mean, I'll own this one. I, I, I started that, right? Like the Panthers when I started, like I was like all on that. And then I, I convinced you of it. So um, this one, this one's on me for sure. Um, and the problem is like they, Joe Brady, just, they fired him. And like, it seems like he wanted to throw the ball. They wanted to run the ball more. Matt rule just, is he really that good of a coach? Like, did we overestimate like what he was doing? The GM making all these moves that just, I mean, he's trying to do what the Rams are doing in a sense, but just not as good. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, 10 and a half is a lot. The, my only worry here is Josh Allen, right? Got hurt last week, was in a walking boot after the game. Yep. Like, does he actually play or not is a true concern. And if do they get to a point where they get up 14 and they just go, okay, we're just running the ball and like maybe even take Josh Allen out. <laughs> like, just like, we yeah, don't but someone care. saw someone saw him, I think, last night at a play, uh, Hamilton play and he was walking without a limp and no boot. So apparently that means all the difference in the world of Josh Allen and playing football. Apparently. So, okay. Take well, that I'm gonna- however you will. I'm going to take Buffalo just because I kind of agree with you that I think they still win by two touchdowns. So uh, I'll take Buffalo as well there. Next one, Arizona Cardinals. 
Um, and I spelled Cardinals wrong on our document, so that's great. Um, at the Detroit Lions, Cardinals 13-point favorites. Uh, sounds like most likely no uh, DeAndre Hopkins this game, having an MR, a second opinion on an MRI. I mean, that could be the downfall of their season right here, this MRI that's coming in. Um, he also, Loki, hasn't looked very good this season either. Um, he really hasn't. Yeah, he's looked pretty bad. Um, and again, I w- don't want to – I think it has to do with injury more than anything. He's been banged up a lot of the season. So Yeah. Um, but it's almost at the point now, like, the problem is they still can get that by, right? They have the same record as the Bucks and the Packers. Um, so they can still get it, but you kind of go, man, is it just more important to like sit him for three weeks, you know, and just make sure that he's healthy in the playoffs and like, yeah, we might have to play wildcard weekend instead of a bye, yeah. but at least we know we're, we got a healthy best player on our team. Um, anyways, with all that being said, Lions still stink. I'm taking the Cardinals. Yep, I'm right there with you. I mean, Arizona, even no matter what they're going through and how they looked the other night against the Rams, I think this is kind of one of those bounce-back games for them. And, and granted, it's just the freaking Lions. Like, they're they're hot garbage this year, and I'm sorry. Big fan of Campbell. Like what he's got going on there. Just, it's not this year. Next up, though, the Jets. Also, sorry, Dolphin. one second. Oops. Sorry. Um, does sound like DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams are probably going to be back this week. Ooh, um, that is huge, then. Swift didn't practice today, which is a little concerning, but I think tomorrow will be the big day. I think a lot of times Friday is a big practice day for injured players, but like since he's been out yep. multiple weeks, I think Thursday is a big one for him. That kind of hinders things because now I wonder how they, the Cardinals can slow down the running backs because Goff is just so quick to just dump the ball off to them at times. But TJ Hawkinson is also questionable. I'm not going to change my mind. I'm still taking Arizona. But this next news fest of a game that we're going to get into is the Jets traveling to Miami where the Dolphins are favored by 10. I'm going to take – I'm just taking all the spreads today, I guess, and we might agree on a lot of these games. But I think we're just kind of reached a point to the season where we know who all these teams are, and we're probably not going to be surprised by much anymore with the teams that have officially just done with the season. They're tanking. They're I shouldn't say tanking, but they're, they're done with this year. They're ready to move on. Their focus is on the draft. What can we do to make this team better? Figure out the hole, solidify that, and let's move on. So I'm taking the Dolphins favored by 10 here against the shitty New York Jets. You know, I mean, I think that the Dolphins defense is just looking really good. I think they're going to cause mayhem. I actually said this on the Gamblers Anonymous podcast. I'm going to just do a for fun little uh, parlay bet here um, tomorrow, and it is going to be Dolphins cover at minus 10 Dolphins defense, anytime touchdown and Dolphins safety. A safety. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to do a parlay with a safety, a defensive touchdown and them covering 10. I'm going to just do it and just see, just see what how much you're putting on that. I'll just do like 10 or 20 bucks. How much is that going to win you? Do you look uh, at, I no, I haven't done it yet, but I mean, with a safety and a defensive touchdown, I mean, my guess is it probably wins me like 500 bucks. I wouldn't be surprised if it's more than that. My God. So anyways, but yeah, I'm going to do it just for fun. Just see what happens. Um, I saw that there was a guy this weekend who had a huge parlay bet for like every team in the NFL. And he, all he needed was the Rams and Cardinals. Did he get it? I missed it. No, he took the Cardinals. Fucking idiot, so, dude. He should have. I mean, you get a $30,000 buyout, take it. Yeah, take it. Like, right. But like, also, I'm like, to be fair, the moment that like Ramsey and those guys got ruled out and Daryl Henderson, 
it probably looked pretty juicy. I don't know. I don't think I would have been able to cash it out. I don't think I would have been able to push that button. I think yeah. I would have been like, I need to write this hundred, you know, it's $70,000 $70, difference. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, like the moment that that happened, that's when it was like, it was pretty easy for me. Like before that news broke, but like the moment that news broke of no Ramsey and them, I was just like, I, I gotta be honest. I wouldn't have said no. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I'm the type of person I was, I'm looking like 30 grand. That makes it, I'm debt free with that. Like, let's go. Yeah, and, and then you watch that game and then the Cardinals win and then you hate yourself for the next year. <laughs> I'm still screaming debt free. I'll just do it again. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. So um, no, right, that's okay. me though. That's just me. Next up though, Cowboys giants, Dallas favored by 10 and a half in New York. I'm taking the Cowboys giants got none to play for. They're done. Can't stand them. I'm done with the New York teams. Um, okay. I don't know what made you think that, but, um, yeah, I'm also taking Dallas. Um, I think that this is a big, let's dig, let's get Dak Prescott right game. I think that they say, well, know what Pollard's probably going to be active, but let's only give him a couple carries just to make sure that foot does heal up. Zeke, you have a bum knee. Let's not give you as much workload. Let's try to like get you healthy, but still be active and playing. Um, and Dak, like you just haven't played up to probably his standard the last few weeks. So let's just get this right. Um, now that we have all the wide receivers healthy, like they just haven't, they haven't been on the same page since they've had all three of them. So yeah. let's just get them all on the same page. And it's a big, big pass happy game. And I'm taking Dallas. In uh, breaking news right now, Adam Schefter just said, DeAndre Hopkins is expected to miss the rest of the regular season with a sprained knee. Yikes. Yep. But with the team hopeful to get him back at some point in the postseason. He done. Cardinals are done. That's it. Enjoy that ride. We're waiting for the collapse. It happened this week. Look at that. Uh, what do you mean, though, by where you didn't know where the, the take for the Giants came from? It's the New York teams. You just seemed super upset like the New York teams had done something like personal to you. Like I thought the, the Giants might be able to figure, kind of figure it out or do something. I thought they had enough. To, I was excited about Kenny Galladay. I thought Dino Jones would look better this year. The offensive line looked better to end the season last year. I thought they'd come in stronger. I thought Saquon would have a big year. I was just can't stay healthy. I mean, that's just that's just the Giants right now, and it sucks because you think they they're heading in the right direction. They got the pieces. They don't. That's just part of it, though. It is what it is. Next up, though, another NFC matchup: the Washington Football Team going to Philadelphia to face the Eagles, where they are favored by seven. I'm actually going to take Washington to cover this game, win or lose. I I know the Eagles. I th- believe they're coming off a of bye. Um, so they kind of got another week of preparation, but I'm still taking Washington. The fact that they were able to come back and hang in there with Dallas for just a little bit, even if it was garbage time points there at the end, I'm still taking Washington to cover here against Philadelphia because I'm just really, I guess I'm just not seeing it with Philadelphia. I know people are kind of excited about the development for Jalen Hurts. That's cool. But I also know that front office for the Eagles is probably looking at that development going, thank God we can trade that to Houston for Deshaun Watson. Once the stuff off the field gets cleared up. Yeah, um, I'm also taking Washington in this game. Uh, seven points is just way too big. Like, that's what like, yep. it comes down to. Seven seven is crazy, crazy big for a division game. Crazy. For, for a team at home being a seven-point underdog coming off of a bye. Um, yeah, just I can't. I can't take that. So, give me the – give me – so, sorry. I just said that I'm taking Washington. I'm taking Philadelphia. Because I oh wait sorry no I am taking Washington sorry I just I just realized that I thought it was Washington that was seven point favorites it's Philadelphia that's seven point favorites I read uh-huh. that completely wrong um, 
either way, I'm taking Washington, but that what I just said is irrelevant because I said that Washington <laughs> was seven point favorites. I was like, I was like, how is this even possible? Because I can't read a minus sign or a plus sign. That is why people what an idiot. Idiot. Um, okay, taking Washington because either way, I think seven points is too big. But I did think that it was it was Washington. I was like, wow, I think this is going to be a very close game. Is what I think it's going to be. Um, so yeah, going back to your Jalen Hurts thing though or how he's been doing a much better job development phases. Dude, you got to give props to Brian Johnson, their, their quarterback coach. He is a stud. Like what he has yeah. done, like he, he is going to be the next up and coming offensive coordinator in the NFL that becomes a head coach. So really, maybe I'm a little biased because he used, he played for the Utes. He was the quarterback for them when they beat Alabama in the sugar bowl, but then he went to, but then he went to Florida he was the quarterback. He was the quarterback co- coach for Kyle Trask, and the offensive coordinator. Pretty good. He was at Mississippi State with Dak Prescott. Pretty damn good. And now he's here, doing this with Jalen Hurts. So this is three different quarterbacks. He has made legit, pretty damn either good. He- legit either Heisman candidates, the other two, and then now Jalen Hurts, who was like, oh wow, Jalen Hurts actually could be the future quarterback for an NFL team if it's the Eagles or not. Yeah, that's a fair point. I guess I didn't look at it that way. Or honestly, just not even knew who the fuck he was. So, yeah, well, now you do. Um, he was on He was on the cover of NCAA football as well. Put video game. What year? Uh, 10? 11? Something like that. It was the year after they beat... Um, Alabama and Al- the Al- Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, Alabama. Just hearing you say that, Alabama is still pissed about that. So I think I told you this. My Uber driver, when I was at the Senior Bowl coming to see you, um, the dude was pissed because I was wearing my Utah hat. (laughs) He was like, "We still remember. We still remember." I'm like, "Yeah, we're the only team that just kicked the shit out of of, out of Saban and then just walked away, and you've never seen us again." No, no redemption opportunities there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, exactly. I guess I didn't realize that. That's fucking funny. Um, speaking of ass kickings, though, and possibly not going to happen this weekend. That was an awful transition. But next game, Tennessee Titans going to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers, where Tennessee is favored by one and a half. I don't know why I'm going to do this, but I'm going to take. I'm not going to do it. I'm taking Tennessee to beat to win Damn and it. cover. I really was hoping you were about to say take the Steelers there. I'm taking the Titans as well. They're just they're just a better team. They just are. I just I don't have any I don't have any reasoning on that pick. Like I just I don't. They're just a better team. That's all I can I, that's like the, the only thing I I think I can say is because I told I said the Steelers were gonna be a top ten team in the draft this year, possibly top five. And I'm trying to hurry up and get to them so I can see what their record is off the top of my head. My computer wants to be slow as shit, so it doesn't matter. The Steelers, for the record, are six six and one. That's right. All right. Um, before I break this laptop, because it likes to just run slow as shit for whatever reason, I'm in the only person in the entire office. It's slow. It's fine. Forget about it. Don't care. Tennessee winning by one and a half. Do you have anything else you want to add to this matchup? Um, besides the fact that remember 
Remember how I had Christian Fulton as cornerback one in that draft class a couple of years ago? And I was how like could I person. forget? He's how playing. Forget? He's playing so well right now, like so well. And I hate that he's on the Titans. Is what it comes down to. I hate Fuck the Titans. Yeah, I hate watching him do so well, and me go. I knew this was going to happen, and of course, you're on the team that I hate most. That's who's their other corner. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, Caleb Farley is who they drafted. He's That's right. He's on IR, but yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Who you also really liked coming into the draft last year? I did. I did. Yep. Yep. So sure. look at that. I mean, it's the same way in the in the AFC West. You know, I like Foster Moreau goes to the Raiders. You know, I liked Isaiah. I think it's Isaiah Davis, the corner out of Houston. I believe he goes to. He went to the Raiders as well. Dalton Reisner. He goes to the Broncos. Friend of the podcast. Show. Yep. Awesome. Still talking about that. Still bragging about it. like, yeah, I've talked to Dalton Reiser, shaking his hand, talked to him on the podcast. It's dope. He's dope. He he was so cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. Broncos at sorry, Bengals at Broncos. Denver, two and a half point favorites, smashing the Bengals on this. Bengals are winning this game. This game, this the loser of this game will is a like basically officially eliminated from the playoffs. Obviously, they still have a shot, but like it's not happening. So Yep. Super important. Bengals seven and six. Um, so are the Broncos. Like, what team gets two games above five hundred with three to go, and which one basically is done for the season? Because being at five hundred, I think it's going to be the Bengals that find a way to slow down that offense of the Broncos, which is basically just trying to slow down the running game. One hundred percent. And I mean, I'm right there with you. I'm going to take the Bengals. I just. It sucks that this is happening to the Bengals because I thought they're going to be better here to end the season. Like ultimately, I thought they would kind of get things figured out, and I thought they'd be in a good position to win this division. They still kind of are in a sense if if Baltimore just completely falls apart. But this game, this matchup, Bengals versus Broncos, I am going to take the Bengals to win. Kind of, what are your thoughts on the Bengals, though, Trees? Do you think they have an opportunity to sneak into the playoffs and make a difference? Thousand percent. Like they're a team that you don't. If they make the playoffs, you don't want to. You don't want to be facing them. That's for so sure. okay. So I think the same thing. But I've said that. But I said it. Uh, I said it before. And I got like almost roasted for it because I said I think they could be like a Super Bowl contending team because their playmakers are good enough to make a huge difference in the playoffs, and they have the running game kind of figured out with Joe Mixon. Yeah, I mean, I would say, and they playoff- are still very much in a spot to win their division. I was trying to hear oh. if you get that pulled up. They're seven and He's six. Like, yeah, ball. Cleveland's probably going to lose this weekend, and so is Baltimore. Yeah. I know I took Cleveland to cover, but it is what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I like I like Cincy. I think that they, they're a team that can make noise in the playoffs. I wouldn't say Super Bowl contender or anything like that, but like I feel like they could be like that seven seed or six seed, and they pull off an upset in the wild card weekend and then lose division round. Like That's kind of the yep. type of team I see them right now, which is – very good. Like I made that yeah. sound like it wasn't, but that's really, really good. Like a so, playoff win, a playoff win. That's something huge. Especially when you were a top from. five. Yeah, you were a top five pick last year, and the number yeah. one pick the year before that. So like that's a huge, huge improvement. So, um, but yeah, I don't know why you got roasted for. I mean, I wouldn't consider them a Super Bowl team. I, I that say was that why I, because it was yeah. like a whole exercise of like, is this team good or bad? Good, they can contend for a Super Bowl. Bad, they cannot. And the New yeah. England Patriots was the very first team that we did because, I mean, if you look at ESPN, we just went straight down to conferences. And so I said, New England, I don't think they could contend for a Super Bowl this year. I think they're a year away. 
because I didn't trust their playmakers or their, you know, their offensive ability in the playoffs. So that had to be labeled as a bad team. And then we get to Cincinnati and I had kind of finagled myself into thinking, yes, they can make a difference in the playoffs and win a game, which would put them good Super Bowl contender. So yeah. That's where I, I, I mean, from. no, I get that. Cause I gave you shit. I think it was actually off of the podcast last, last week. Cause you didn't have the chargers yeah. on that list. Yeah. 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 For sure. So, okay. Appreciate you. You're the on. best. Yeah, no problem. You are. <laughs> right. Whoa, 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 whoa. You are. If uh, we should do, we should do a video so we can see the face that you just gave me there. So, um, okay, next game. A Falcons big, happy at smile. Niners. I believe yeah, exactly. Kiss. Yeah, exactly. Exactly what just happened there. Um, <laughs> Falcons at Niners. San Francisco nine point favorites. My, this was my like sneaky good pick of like taking the Falcons at plus nine. I was like, hell yeah. But now they're getting hit with COVID. That's scaring the shit out of me. Um, I'm still going to take them because I just think that nine is a crazy amount. This number actually has dropped. It was nine and a half yesterday. So um, that's another reason why sometimes you need to bet certain lines earlier in the week. Um, But yeah, I'm still going to take the Falcons. Falcons won. You know, they're crazy not out of the playoffs yet. <laughs> like they're, they've actually yeah. won a few games and it's just like, Oh, look at that. The Falcons are second <laughs> in their division. They're ahead of the saints and the Carolina Panthers. Oh my They're going to be the Washington football team of last year. Yeah. Where you're like, well, they're not winning the division type, but just they're in the playoffs yeah. as a wild card. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Totally. Uh, I'm actually going to take San Francisco to win this game though, because I don't know. Jimmy G and George Kittle got to figure it out again. They're clicking. They're both playing. So They're looking good. Not only win, you're having them covered, though. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. I yeah, just – I don't see anything on the Atlanta defense that slows those two down. Me either. No I mean, pass I, rush. No coverage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I get you. I get your reasoning. It's just this was my sneaky my sneaky pick of the week. I'm like, ah, oh, plus nine? That, that seems like a lot for the Niners. Like a team that, like, doesn't usually win by double digits. Like, that seems like a – Mm-hmm. Seems like a solid. Number. So this is so, your sneaky link lock of the week. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a lock of a week. Actually, if I had to do a lock of the week of an underdog, I would say the Bengals at plus two and a half. That's fair. That's a good one. What about this one though? Seahawks traveling to LA to face the Rams who are favored by four and a half. I'm going to take the Rams. I think they just keep clicking on what they did and just keep rolling after what they did to the Cardinals. I think they just, the train's starting. They got a lot of coal in the fire. And chug a lug a lug a five mile an hour. Um, Los Angeles Rams. I don't know on this. Like the Rams are such really? a better team, dude. The Rams have COVID problems all over their place. Yeah, like, but I OB, mean, OBJ's out. Yeah, but OBJ's out. Ramsey could be out. Daryl Henderson could be out. I don't know, man. It just I, I get it. It's the Seahawks. Like, do they test but, positive with symptoms or do they test positive with no symptoms? I I don't know. I the reason negative. I ask is because all they have to do is test negative. You know what I mean? The two negatives. No, totally. Back. Totally get it. Um, but I know one of the players I just mentioned is not vaccinated, I don't think. So um I don't know. It's just hard when you, there's so many unknowns. And again, that's why I said I hate betting on NFL this weekend just because of how yeah. crazy this is. I'm going to take the Rams because I think that this number actually is kind of 
with the COVID problems built into it, like it being less than five points. I think that that's like, Hey, just in case, like, so yeah, I'll take the Rams as well, but that this one does scare me a little bit. I gotcha. Uh, Next up though. And I mean, I guess I don't blame you a little bit, especially with it being a division game too. And who knows how Seattle's coming into it. Uh, But next up Packers at Baltimore facing the Ravens green base favored by five and a half. I'm taking the Packers. I think the Ravens are done. I don't like seeing that uh, Lamar Jackson is injured and he's kind of questionable in this game, but I'm taking Green Bay. I think they take care of business, and I think they're the team to be in the NFC right now, even more than Tampa Bay, to be completely honest. Me too. Uh, and I and I know the Bills aren't playing great right now, but I still I still like my preseason pick of Bills versus Packers in the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Don't feel as confident. It's funny going into the season. I was way more confident in the bills pick than I was the Packers. And now it's like exact opposite, but, yeah. um, but I totally agree. The Ravens, I mean, to no fault of their own, man, it's just like it's injuries have just piled up. Like, it's just like, at some point uh, you can continue to do Mac next man up, but at some point the next man up is just not as good as other players. <laughs> like that's just yeah. what it is. So um, I'm also taking green Bay as well at five and a half. Okay, next up, though, the Saints playing Tampa where the Bucs are favored by 11 at home. I'm taking the Saints to cover this game. The Saints' defense has Tom Brady's number. I don't think he's yet to beat them. Uh, Did he beat them early in the year, actually? They did, yes. Okay. No, no, Saints, sorry. Correction, Saints beat them 36-27. Yes, okay, so I'm taking the Saints. Like, Tom Brady's yet to beat them. They're at the end of the year. It's just something about that Saints defense that gets to Tom Brady, confuses Brady. I had a, I have a buddy who's actually a huge Saints fan, and he's like, yeah, we got a uh, Super Bowl contending defense and a peewee level offense. He's like, we just it sucks. It's going to be hard to win football games. But this defense is what makes the difference against Tom Brady, so I think they at least can cover this game where it's close enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, again, since he's since Brady's been with the Bucks, he's 0-3 in the season for against the Saints, but 1-0 in the playoffs against them. Um, mm-hmm. Which is kind of horseshit, my, but it is what it is. Yeah, minus 11 is just – it is a high number, and it makes me worried. But, like, I remember a few weeks ago when these guys played, I was pounding the table for the Bucks to just, like, blow them out of the water. Being like, he's still pissed about losing in the regular season to them last year. Like, he wants revenge. And then – they go and lose by two scores. Um, <laughs> so 11 is scary, but I feel like this is the game that everybody's going to start being like, no, look, data shows us to take the Saints here. And that's when Brady is going to be like, ah, gotcha. Got you exactly where I want you, bitches. Um, <laughs> gotcha. I'm, I'm going to take Tampa Bay. I'm going to do it. I, it's, it's that gut feeling. It's that gut feeling game. By the way, I was again, I was right on that gut feeling game again last week as well on that San Francisco game that you told me I was crazy for taking um, San Francisco. I mean, that was all right. All right. We can go back and listen to the episode if you want. No, I believe. No, you said it. And I know it's just. Just horseshit calls and horseshit moment, (laughs) whatever. Yeah, so. By the way, so we started texting this week and you said that. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I tried to tell you. And then you also said, fuck the bills. 
And I don't know what that was for. Like, was that just because they lost and because you, and you had, you had the bills covering. Is that why? Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I didn't know. I didn't know if like I missed something that was, I was like, oh, did I well, cause I had them covering part? anyways. Cause the uh, Tampa was favored. Tip, favored. Yeah, no, totally. I know you had them. Covering, so I think it was I, like a three and a half or like three point favorite. It's it three. And, a and half. so like, if, if Tampa Bay hits a field goal and wins an overtime by three game over, I got the cover. No, they That's gave true. up like that freaking explosive 40 yard touchdown to Perriman. It was like, son of a bitch. Like you couldn't hold gotcha. on for another drive. Yeah, so. no, I get you. Okay. I, I just didn't know if like I missed something or not. So like I was driving home, uh, like a five hour drive during some of that game. So I missed some of it. So I was just like, where are you coming I didn't know from? If I missed something. Salt Lake. What are you I had to doing? go back to the, had to go back to the old house and uh, clean it up. Just kidding. So, oh, he moved. Big money moves. Congratulations. Happy for you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, okay. Next game. Vikings. That came off Bears. sarcastic, and I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, I didn't take it sarcastically. So, um, Vikings at Bears, <laughs> Minnesota, three and a half point favorites. This game's tough. Um, I'm actually starting to truly believe that Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in football. Um, like, just straight up best. Um yeah, I mean, look at his stats and with his quarterback. Imagine if he had Patrick Mahomes throwing to him. <laughs> um, that's a very fair point, actually. <laughs> that's that's you got my ass there. Yeah, <laughs> um, which makes it so much worse. Because oh man, so but three and a half, like so that makes me want to take the Vikings. But we talked about this before we started recording. I could see Justin Fields like going off this week. Like he had a good game against. Green Bay, like, was that a confidence booster in the offense? Finally started getting creative and started doing something that the the Bears just come in and just win this game and, like, ruin the Vikings season in a sense of, like, after they had a huge win against the Steelers on Thursday night. I kind of could see that happening as well. I'm going to take the Bears in this. Not necessarily saying that I think they win, but I think that they don't lose by four points. So I'm going to take Minnesota. In my response earlier with, like, Imagine if Josh Jefferson had Mahomes as his quarterback, and I was like, ah, good point. That doesn't mean I'm like, okay, he's not good unless this quarterback is Patrick Mahomes, because I was thinking like other receivers, you know, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup have looked excellent this year. So I was like, well, what about those guys? And then you say, like, what if Patrick Mahomes was quarterback? And I'm like, well, if you had Rodgers at a quarterback or Matthew Stafford as a quarterback, this kid would be no doubt like the best of the league. So especially at his age, I mean, fuck, even if you had Joe Burrow as his quarterback, like who knows how great yeah. he'd be in Cincinnati with it or Herbert, you know what I mean? It just like either one of those. And so it's a situation of like, oh, that's a solid point. You got Kirk Cousins throwing you the I ball mean, who's inaccurate Justin, half the time. Justin, where do you think Justin Jefferson lands on the receiving yards list right now? I think he's, he's top five, ain't he? What? Yes. He's Is number he three. Two. He's okay. two. Yep. He's two, only behind Cooper Cup. And we talk about how amazing Cooper Cup's been. He's only 200 yards less than Cooper Cup right now. Yeah. Like in 14 Who's second? games. That's not much. Is that Justin Adams? Jefferson second? No, Justin Jefferson second. I first. Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cup. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's I said third? third. I said third. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I guess third. Jefferson was Who's third, on first? So I locked. Who's on first? What's on second? What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Devonte Adams is third. Because <laughs> really that was punch. funny. Because <laughs> it was funny. It was um, fucking four and five. Damn it. Um, Chris Godwin and then Jamar Chase. Okay. 
Unbelievable. So, so who are you taking? Are you you're taking Minnesota? I'm yeah. taking Minnesota. Right. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. Great. Um, Fuck. <laughs> That's going to be a fun game to watch. Um, I'm actually super excited about, for that. And of course, the Bears get back-to-back primetime games, too. Like, what the fuck is this bullshit? We'll take like, that Chicago market at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Size. Yeah, no, for, for sure. They're like, oh, right before Christmas time, we can have these, this. Oh, yeah. They're like, a week before Christmas, we're going to sell so many Justin Fields jerseys. They knew exactly <laughs> what they were doing. So, yeah. all right. Sunday night player prop bets. Saints at Bucks. Tom Brady, three hundred fourteen yards over. Under. I'm gonna go the over. Um, Leonard Fournette, fifty six rush yards over. Under. Over. I actually think it's gonna be under. Uh, Mike Evans, sixty four receiving yards. Over. He just struggles so much against Lattimore, but I think that he, I think he gets one big play. So I'm gonna go over. I do too. Uh, Taysom Hill, 225 passing yards. Under. <laughs> um, I also am going to take the under. Uh, Alvin Kamara, 58 rushing yards. Under. I also am taking the under. Um, and then Mar- Marquise Callaway, 35 receiving yards. Over. I hope I, your second receiver, first receiver on the team, you have to have an over. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> You'd hope so, but I'm actually going to take the under. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we have wow, we have three differences. So I took the over on three fourteen for Brady. I took the under on fifty six rushing yards on Fournette. I don't feel great about that one. I think you're actually going to win that one. And then I took the under on Callaway at thirty five receiving yards. Everything else is the same. Um, I did catch up one on you on that last week on the player problems. So we are tied again. This is going to come down yep. to the wire. We we got like what, three is. or four more of these left. Like it's going to come down to the wire here. Um, and then. Overall season spread, I gained another one on you, but I'm still only I'm still only five. Like it's still very much in reach for you. Yeah, um, and we have six differences this week. So if I hit on all I, those, you got the lead, just like that. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, and it starts it starts Thursday night tomorrow tonight for you guys listening tonight for those of you tonight exactly. Oh, I'm trying. <laughs> Never mind. I'll talk to you about this offline. Um. Okay, that does it for us. We love you all. Have fun this weekend. Good luck in fantasy playoffs. Good luck if you have a bye week. Just enjoying enjoying your time. Um, watching everybody else stress out about things. Enjoy watching NFL games. Bowl season. It's going to be fantastic. It's that time of year. And tonight, we've been talking football.